What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on their Nothing But Net channel every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Also, check out Five Reasons YouTube. Make sure you hit the like and subscribe buttons. Alex Dono has a show every single day on all the South Florida sports. And FiveReasonsSports.com. Spell that one out. Get the latest takeaways from Brady Hawk, Aiden Gallardo, and others on all of the teams in town. Also... Check out our great sponsors. That includes our friends over at You Break Wheel Fix. This is the wheel repair, refinish, and custom wheel specialist. They're in North Miami. They just moved to a new, bigger location. So check it out on the website at you. That's the letter U, breakwheelfix.com. That's you, breakwheelfix.com, 305-748-0112. That's 305-748-0112. They can do the custom wheels and tires for you. They can fix those wheels. They're damaged from curb rash, cracks, and bends on the streets of South Florida. They do the polishing as well. So check out you break wheel fix. That's the letter you break wheel fix.com changing the way that you see wheels Mention five reasons. You'll get a discount. Give a call to Mark and everybody over there. 305-748-0112. And now tonight's episode. Down to yeah. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop with one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor. Here's tonight's floor plan. I've got Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. i got Greg Sylvander. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander. Today, we're going to talk about the front court players other than Bam and kind of what the futures are for all of them, we will do a BAM episode. I wanted a little bit of a break from it because I feel like we talk about it on every single episode. So we're going to give a little bit of time for that to kind of uh, flow over as we just did an episode about Jimmy Butler and finishing the Jimmy Butler build. We also have episodes about Tyler Hero, Kyle Lowry, Pat Riley. They're all up there. So if you've missed in the past week or so, you can go find them. All right, let's get to it, though. The front court players, we're going to go through them all quickly uh, what the expectation is on all of them. And a couple are kind of borderline front court players because they play all over the place. But let, let's start number one with PJ Tucker. Uh, Greg, what is the expectation for PJ Tucker this offseason? And what should the role be for him? 
So PJ Tucker goes into the summer with a player option. Um, he made 7.35 million last year and he has a player option for another 7.35 million. He obviously outplayed his contract last season. Um, there's a couple things he can do, which is interesting for Miami. Um, and hopefully it's the, uh, the first example and not the latter. Um, he can opt out of his $7.3 million player option. And just by virtue of his years of service, he gets a, a, a percent increase that would increase his salary. Essentially, he'd get about a million dollar, close to a million dollar raise, around 8.2 million or so. Um, that would be a way that he could get a slight bump in salary, maybe another year um, added onto the contract. And he doesn't, um, it doesn't involve Miami having to spend any of their exceptions in the event that he thinks he's worth or the market dictates that he's worth more than $8.2 million. And a team is willing to give him an, uh, a long-term deal at the mid-level exception, which um, it appears as if that's going to start out just a shade over $10 million. Then Miami would be forced to use their exception money in that case, which hard caps them. And it would strangle them in other ways which we were going to get into a little bit later in terms of like how this needs to play out so they can avoid certain things that will restrict their movement um so that's the decision for pj tucker my expectation is that he does opt out and that he does take that slight raise still stays in miami is a key cog of all of this as pat riley called him in the presser and um and i would imagine that they'd be willing to keep pj around as long as he's willing to play so he may get a little bit of the ud treatment in these final years in miami that's just a hunch on my part but alex uh is there a limit because right i mean milwaukee decided not to bring pj back okay so is is there a limit is there a price that you i mean i know there's a love affair between the two parties but he opts out and he wants more than just the minimal raise i mean is there any scenario where they let him walk um i mean if there is one it's very 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 unlikely from everything you know that they've talked about all season and i know what they say you know in post-game press conferences isn't necessarily uh you know the bible for them like a lot of it is kind of playing defense against the reporters you know they're always on the clock always playing defense that's what the heat do it's uh very culturey but uh, <laughs> as far as pj tucker like i really believe what they say like I, I really believe that he's a perfect fit for them and that they really want to keep him you know when pat uh, what did he say he's a foundational piece or a core piece or something like that uh in that presser like i i believe all that stuff you know that they fell in love with him all the things that have been said, right? I, I think he's a perfect fit. And I think as far as the limit stuff, like I just think the the worst case scenario for the Heat is he demands the full mid-level, which would suck. Like, you know, like we're going to talk about later, like Leif said, but uh, for them, it's like, I think you got to match it. I think they're in a position where you got to match it. They don't have somebody to replace him. And we're going to talk about Caleb, who's been, you know, one of their other fours. But, um, and, and you know, we're going to talk about the four position going forward. I just think that he is somebody who, no matter how you look at it, has been an extremely impactful player for them, was in the regular season, was in the playoffs. I mean, just had a huge offensive um, season compared to what he did last season. You know, a lot more attempts and a lot more efficiency from the mid-range, a lot more attempts at the rim. And I just think, like, he was really a two-way player for them. And he was one of the guys who's shooting, you know, relative to what he does, did not dip in the playoffs. Like, he was a 40% or 41% uh shooter from three in the regular season, 42 in the playoffs, you know, three, four attempts a game, but 
although we talk about wanting to add uh, ideally another four to the roster, I think PJ is somebody who you have to keep. I think no matter what. Ethan, him and Jimmy were the only two, and I'm yeah. following up on something with you. Remember I said mm-hmm. everyone on the roster caught a stray from Pat in the presser yes. except Jimmy? Jimmy and PJ were the only two that didn't catch a stray. Anyway, continue. Yeah, I would be stunned if he's not back. I, I, I really would. I, I think they will work this out. I, I think it's Jimmy's preference. I think the only question with PJ is what's the role, right? Like, I'm, I, I don't know that you want him starting and playing 26 to 28 minutes a game this season. They, they have to figure out a way to alleviate that a little bit so he can be effective when it most matters. Um, it's, it but, really seems like he wants to be here too. So that's why I just can't see it, you know, him walking at this point. Yeah, I don't think so either. And does he really want to relocate again? I mean, the guy has moved around enough. I, I would anticipate that he's back. I think they will work out something that's friendly. I think it'll be a nice little press release from Pat Riley saying how important PJ Tucker is. He's a quintessential Miami Heat player, blah, 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 blah. What's important is Luol Deng? No one was as important as Luol Deng. All right, let's get, let's get to the next one on our list before we get to one of our sponsors. Uh, we're going to save Kayla Martin for a little bit later because I, I think it's a, it's a longer discussion. Uh, Dwayne Dedman, what do you think the chances are, Greg, that he's back? Um, I'm going to go, what was his jersey number? Uh, what was his jersey number? How am I forgetting already? I don't even know. 21. 21% chance he returns. Well, he's the greatest 21 in oh, history. We agree That's on for that. sure. And that's, the, that's one thing he has going for him. No, he was falling behind. Your, I believe, is going to get the opportunity for the backup center position. There may be some competition there. But, yeah, I think that the Dwayne, the Dwayne Dedman era may be over. Alex, he really, I mean, he really came out of the shoot after a long layoff, right? And he was great for them, I thought, the season before. I mean, there were times, in that four-game series in Milwaukee, you could argue he was their best player at times. I, I just, he just never recaptured it this year, right? Like, there were moments, but not long moments, and then halfway through the season, you could do worse as a third big. I just don't think he's a second, I don't think he's a backup center anymore. Is that fair? I think it's... Uh... I think it's somewhat fair, but I don't know. Like, I think he was so solid for so long, and I think it, it looks bad right now because, uh, you know, he was – he tailed off towards the end. And I think anybody tailing off towards the end of the playoffs like that, it's just – it leaves a sour taste in your mouth. So, look, if – the one thing I will say is that I'm, I'm just trying to be fair to him because I think he was a really solid player for them. And I don't think he was, like, some bum who needs to be moved. Like, I think the the – he could be brought back at like a veteran minimum type of thing as a backup if they can't, you know, grab any other fives in free agency, something like that. But I don't know. Like, I, I, he's definitely not like a, a priority. I don't think so. If I had to guess, right. Like, I obviously don't know anything. I wouldn't, you know, guess that it's a priority uh, to bring him back. And so I just think like in the playoffs, he looks slow and you got to wonder if it's, it's an aging thing or is it an injury thing? You know, if it is an injury thing, then it's more optimistic. Like, okay, you know, just get him back healthy. But, um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they're looking at other guys um, ahead of him in their front court rotation next season. And I'm not even necessarily talking about Omer because, you know, who knows if they bring in another guy there and and what ends up happening there in, in, in the offseason. So whether it's Omer or not, I, I don't know what's going to happen with Deadman. He definitely made himself a lot more affordable and that really – that's not necessarily going to be a problem because I just don't know that teams are going to be uh, running at him in free agency when he looks so slow and, and, and not that good at the end there. 
He's a good teammate. I, I think that that's fair. I think he put in good work here in the year and a he half. He was good for years. more time for a lot longer than he wasn't. I'll say that. As that's far correct. As I mean, the year before we were comparing him to Chris Anderson in terms of impact, you know, guy, guy kind of off the street. So I, he did good work. Uh, it's clear that they need to give Yurt more of an opportunity and, and, and big it, bring in another uh, big body there. All right. Before we get to, a couple of the other guys here, uh, we do want to tell you about a couple of, of our great sponsors. Uh, one of them is Better Edge. Check out B-E-T-T-O-R-E-D-G-E.com backslash five reasons. That's betteredge.com backslash five reasons. You get $20 to play. This is peer-to-peer betting. This is legal. This is not the offshore stuff. And here's the other cool thing about it. You can play with your friends, but you can also find friends on there. And you can find people to take the opposite side of the line that you want. So if you like a certain team to win by a certain number, you can go there and find the opposite side of it. Check out the work that Sean Rochester is doing uh, with uh, with Better Edge. It's B-E-T-T-O-R-E-D-G-E.com backslash five reasons. We also want to mention prize picks. That's our official fantasy sponsor. Use the code five F I V E and you get your initial deposit matched up to a hundred dollars. You can play more than just the NBA. So check it out. Although the NBA obviously is still going. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do. If you had an extra hour in your day, go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami heat game. I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, How would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. On on right now, at least for a few more days. Go to Prize Picks. You can get it on Google Play Store. You can get it on the App Store. You can get it at PrizePicks.com. Download it uh, and just play. I mean, check it out. Again, use the code 5. You get your initial deposit matched up to a hundred dollars. And again, you don't need to spend it all at once. All right, let's get, uh, this is probably going to be pretty brief. Although I didn't think it was going to be brief. Marky Morris was kind of, was kind of setting himself up for a rotation role. And then the Jokic thing happened and then things got weird with the team. And then there was a social media post and there was all this other stuff. And then he came back and I thought he looked okay. And then he never played. Um, Even when it looked like they could have used someone maybe as a mid range spacer. So we don't think no chance, right, Greg? No, I think that that uh, rejection from Joel Embiid will be Im- Im- embedded in our brains as the final possession for Markeith Morris. And I would actually go as far as to say that there's a greater percent chance that his brother Marcus Morris is on the team next season than he is. Wow. Well, they've looked at him before. I mean, he's expensive, though. He's It's a little bit of a different price point. Uh, that we're talking about. All right. So let me go to the other guy then. Cause we're not going to spend a lot of time on that. Cause I, I agree with you. I, I just, I think that 
you saw in the playoffs kind of where they were with Marquise when I thought they could have used someone like him. Omer, I was going to say, I, I, I could see him back on the vet minimum. Can you? You think <laughs> you he wants to be? I don't. Well I mean, I don't know. He's always in Miami. He always works out in Miami. Miami. Like, he probably likes all these guys. I, I don't if know. If his that brother he wants gets traded here, then mm-hmm. maybe it opens the door for him to then be the backup to Marcus Morris. Yeah, and again, Miami. another guy who I don't know that people are going to be running out to pay. So, no, that's fair. That, that, that that's fair. It's it's an interesting way to look at it. I mean, I I I don't think he did anything necessarily to hasten his exit. I I just think that again, the playoffs tell. You needed a body. He was supposedly healthy. Eric didn't use him. I mean, that that usually tells you it's like Bielitsa the previous year, right? Like, you, you you know, you get to a certain point. You're like, OK, that's just not a guy that Spolster wants to use. How to win the title. He may. Yeah, he's yeah, exactly. He's a, he's a champion. Um, But well, maybe we'll see as we pot. It's two, two, but we'll see. I do think they're winning the series still, but that's I'll probably be wrong. And, and we'll go we'll go from there. So if you go to Better Edge, you can check that out. Uh, All right. So let's get to your then, Alex, because that's where I was going to pivot to with you. He's obviously going to be on the team next year unless he's thrown into a trade. What does he need to do in your view to carve out a rotation spot, which so many fans want him to get? Well, that's a tough one and also an easy one. Cause the first thing I think of is cause I, it's a, it's tough to narrow it down to just one or two things. But I think the biggest one is what most people point to him when it comes to why he wasn't able to get that spot over Deadman was just kind of being able to stay out there on defense. Cause we know that he can get big rebound numbers. We know that he can uh, get, you know, put up some number, some numbers, getting pick and roll opportunities at the rim and kind of really uh, making the impact there. But as far as defense, he's got to, you know, move a little quicker. And he, I think he has some lateral defensive issues there. You know, his agility isn't great. And I think as he grows older and, and he, he, he seems really professional and mature and all that, they seem to like him. He seems to like them from, from, you know, just from how it seems on the outside, I think it's somebody who they're just going to keep around and keep developing. Right. So I don't know. There's going to be a lot of pressure on him to perform next season. Like I said, it's it, I wouldn't be surprised if the front court rotation is still a little bit too full for him to carve out a spot, you know, just with everybody healthy, because I'm sure there'll be times where uh, guys are out and he steps up and it's kind of similar to what happened last season. But um, I think he's got to step up defensively and just kind of round out his game going from there uh, and, you know, make Spo be able to be uh, confident when he's out there and not feel like, okay, now I got to really make up for it on defense or now I got to go to a zone or, you know, where he's on a leash because of his defense or anything like that. And I think he was really solid for them in the times that he played and when Bam was out. So I think there's a lot to look for there. I'm just trying to uh also just account for the, the the possibility that he might not be able to get those minutes because of front court stuff that ha- that may or may not happen in the offseason greg how much do they like him you're i mean yeah. from everything that i've heard he's embraced everything that they do within the program i mean for ud to come out in the presser and say he may be the strongest dude that we have like I, I bet when people were looking at him, they weren't saying that. Like some people have actually made comments like, oh, he's scrawny, needs to put on weight, blah, blah, blah. Maybe he does obviously need to the muscle maturity that comes with um with just aging uh generally speaking, but for UD to say that, I think that they do like him. I don't think that he's anybody that they wouldn't necessarily move, but uh, it's a guy that they um, recognized quickly had a unique skill set that could potentially work. I think that they believe in his jumper a lot more than maybe he's been had the chance to show just by virtue of that they couldn't have him deviate from the role that they had him playing in when he was out there. Uh, so 
But ultimately, I think he's going to get a viable shot at the backup center spot and otherwise be included in a trade. All right. We got one more guy to get to. And actually, this is the most interesting conversation, I think. So we'll do that in a second. Before we do, I want to tell you where you get your premium CBD. It's therapistpreferred.com. We mention it all the time. Use that code 5RSN. That's the number 5RSN. You get your premium CBD, your, your gummies, your tincture, your sports cream, all of it at therapistpreferred.com. Use that code 5RSN. That's the number 5RSN. And you get 25% off. So go to therapistpreferred.com. The code again, five number 5RSN, five, 25% off everything that they offer. Caleb Martin, uh, to a certain degree, came out of nowhere. Uh, I guess Jay Cole helped with this, recommending him to the Heat. Uh, when we, when Brady and I were at the first scrimmage, we kind of noted right away he just fits. Like it, you can plug him in anywhere with anybody, and he looked like a back end rotation player. I don't know that the Heat necessarily saw him that way uh, at first. He was a two way, one of the best two ways <laughs> probably in league history, honestly, in terms of what he ended up contributing. He had the huge game against Milwaukee. He had other big games along the way. He replicated a lot of the things that Jimmy Butler did when Jimmy was not in, but his role was not as big in the playoffs. It was bigger than Derek Jones Jr.'s was two years prior, but it maybe wasn't as big as we anticipated. So we know the skill set he offers. Greg, obviously he fits really well with Gabe and some other players. He can, again, do like a 75% facsimile of some of the stuff that Jimmy does. He seems to have more upside in his game. He's one of the few athletes on the team along with Bam. Um, but I, it also feels like I don't know what the long-term role is. So I, I guess, the, the, and I know they like him. They like his work ethic. They like his confidence. Uh, it's kind of confidence without arrogance. Like there's nothing not to like except what what is the role? Is he an eighth guy? Is he a ninth guy? And what is that worth paying? I feel like he's uh, an eighth or ninth guy that has the upside if he shows the bounce that he began to show towards the end of that run, but not necessarily as consistent as we saw it early in the season. Like just go back to the Milwaukee game and watch what he did there. And there were many other instances where he rose up above, I think, the bounce that he had in his ability to dunk on people just to be blunt about it was something that I don't think any of us knew he had in him before he arrived in Miami. If he gets back to that, I think that he could be a rotation player in a playoff on a playoff team on a contending team, but you're right. Like how much are you willing to pay? So this is what it boils down to. Um, they structured Caleb Martin's contract in a very smart way where for 2.2 million, they extend a qualifying offer. They can match any salary that uh, he's that he gets essentially. But this is where it gets tricky for them because if they want to spend the mid-level exception or if they want to do the famous Andy Ellisberg special where they take um, the amount of the taxpayer mid-level, which is $6.3 million, and the amount of the biannual, which is $4 million, and split them um, and then use them on two different players. And then they, could, uh, they have some different um, – flexibility when they do this kind of stuff is I'm not trying to go too deep into this mechanics right now, but essentially Caleb Martin would need to go out and get an offer in the $4 million per year range. That is the biannual exception for Miami to flinch. In my opinion, anything less than that per year, I think Miami would be open to bringing him back if it's on a two or three year deal, probably three year deal. Um, so I think that that's probably likely. And I would expect actually Caleb has a route to be back next season. 
Alex, is that what you would do? I guess just answer that. Would you bring him back on that? Yeah. Yeah. If you're talking about splitting up the the mid-level for him and, and one other guy, is that the, like that scenario? I think that's, that's probably worth it. Like you guys said, he's, you know, he's a very athletic player and it actually shows up when it comes to steal steals percentage blocks percentage. Like he's in the 83rd percentage. I mean, excuse me, 83rd percentile in steal percentage, 73rd in block percentage. And that's pretty crazy for somebody who was kind of an unknown player coming into the season, signed a two-way deal and ended up being an impactful player for them. And I think in the playoffs, you got to see that guys can get thrown in and out of rotation really quickly. That's obviously something that's been done in the past. And he was kind of one of those guys. I do think he's somebody worth bringing back as long as he doesn't get priced out. Like I think if, if he starts... Uh, if he gets a, an offer somewhere else that's, I don't know, somewhere near the mid-level, the full mid-level exception, uh, and, and he'd have to match it or something, I don't know that that's the best idea. But um, I think he's somebody worth bringing back because he seems like somebody who can actually be a two-way player for you. Although I will say the shooting definitely dipped in the playoffs. He shot really well, not only at the rim, but from three during the season. And I think it was 30% during the playoffs. Obviously, you know, he didn't have the – consistent playing time to be able to get and stay in a rhythm and all that. But um, it definitely dipped a lot. So I understand maybe not wanting to pay him too much, but I would try to bring him back. Like, I think you need the the, the guys who have, who, who can do so much for you defensively, whether it's in on, on the outside or in the inside, get rebounds, get offensive rebounds, make, make actual defensive plays and uh, get out in transition. Cause that was a big thing for them. They, like he was part of their transition attack. So I do think they'll try to bring him back on a reasonable salary. And I think he uh, he'll probably have a lot of appreciation for, you know, what they've done for him as well. All right. Caleb Martin, Dwayne Dedman, Markeith Morris, Omar Yurtsevin, PJ Tucker. I think we're in agreement that Omer will be back unless he's thrown into a trade. PJ will be back because Pat Riley won't have it any other way. Caleb Martin likely back. Markeith Morris likely not back. Dwayne Dedman likely not back, which means that it's going to open up some spots. And we're going to talk about those on another podcast. Thanks to all of our sponsors. Prize picks. Use the code five F I V E therapist preferred.com. Use the code five R S N you break wheel fix. Check out the website with the letter U break wheel fix.com and better edge B E T T O R E D G E.com backslash five reasons. Make sure you subscribe to our off the floor feed. Greg's been telling you everybody that's working out with them. You're not getting this anywhere else. And like a month later, everybody else starts to report it. So check it out on our off the floor feed. I will post that on the five reasons Twitter. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five regional sports network. What's so special about hero bread, soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas. These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.